You're listening to Boudoir Therapy, hosted by Darlene Wong. I fly over oceans in my sleep. Join me in my private boudoir where I raise the volume in the presence of coveted, feminine, and empowering business women I call the queens. I can't we just be? You are not living life if you are not living your inner art. Uh, is my sound okay? You can hear me well? You sound fabulosa. All right, I'm ready. You girls are in for a treat today because... In the studio, I have Serena Miller, who only wants to help women. She has founded the We Too organization, which is the Women's Entrepreneurial Exchange, and also the Academy for Business Betterment. Oh la la, this woman wants to help women rise as much as I do, but I'm going to stop talking and I'd love for you guys to hear it all from Serena herself. So here she is. Please tell us, what is your inner art? What is your gift? Thank you so much for the beautiful introduction, Darlene. I'm thrilled to be here. I love your mission and uh, it's, a, it's a privilege and an honor to be here. So thank you so much for having me. That's such a great question, my, my inner art, my talent. It's about seeing that golden thread in people. All of this seemingly loose, or disparate pieces that people don't know how to put together and taking that, that magic that they are and bringing it out to the world, helping them share their gifts and shine and, and really show up and shine. That yeah. sounds so golden. I love how you said the golden thread. You know, I'm all about gold, right? That's right. It's true. Yeah. Love some gold. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you discovered what your inner art is, what this passion is, what this gift is. How do you use it? Women really want to make money doing what they love. They have a calling to do something deeper, more meaningful. And then I show them how to take who they are and bring that out to the world, uh, you know, and share their magic. And it's not always easy for people to show up and shine. And I help them do that through smart strategies and systems and inspiration and community and encouragement. So it's the real world mixed with the inner work that, that we really need to do to be able to, to show up and shine. Wow. Can you tell us a little bit, um, explain the difference between the We Too and the Academy for Business Betterment? Absolutely. And that's also a great question uh, because, you know, sometimes uh, people are like, you do all these things and, and yes, they all have the same mission. They all have the same um, desire to help women shine and to really be true to themselves. So We Too was founded over a decade ago, the Women's Entrepreneurial Exchange, and it really is a community of people who come together, we network, we learn you know, we have uh, all kinds of tools and resources for people to be able to grow their businesses. Some people don't have a business. They come just because they want community and inspiration and friendship. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, we definitely have people. We have people from all over coming to We Too to, to really find, um, find that, that the tools that they need to help them show up, make money, sell more, learn how to market their business, 
and find encouragement and find clients, frankly, you know, from, from the organization. So for both companies, the mission has always been not just, I want you to feel good. There's something exceptionally warm about we two people come and they're like, this is different. You know, I don't, you've been, you've been there and I know you, people say yes. it's always, this is really different than anything I've experienced. But my mission was always, I want people after every meeting, after every encounter to leave there saying, I have a tool in my pocket. I have a nugget of wisdom that I can implement and use immediately to improve my business, to grow my business, to improve my, and when we do that, you know, we gain confidence, we can, you know, the ripples from when women, uh, you know, are able to shine and to make money doing what they love, it extends to their families and their communities, et cetera, et cetera. So that's really the mission. So for the academy, it's very much the same thing, giving people the tools that they need. It's very different in that it's step-by-step where you learn how to take what you love to do, your passion, and then turn that into a business that thrives or transform your business, as we say, from meh to magnificent. Yes. Step-by-step, everything. And did you create the whole manual for all these? I did. Yes. Wow. You go, girl. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It comes from really the the academy is born from seeing where people in We Too were struggling. Sometimes we are a little bit all over the place and then we get to that intersection and we don't know which way to go. But I guess with your expertise, your advice and this very safe feminine zone, uh, you kind of just say, well, I'm listening, I'm listening. And then I think you should go right. I think you should go left. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing like getting up in the morning and knowing exactly what you have to do to get stuff done. <laughs> and th- that stuff is really where you want to go. And it's going to vary from, from woman to woman. I find that sometimes there's a lot of stuff. We could do this. We could do that. And then people get overwhelmed, right? With all yeah. of the things. Should I do this or should I do that? And so I've broken it down into really from, from day one, step one. Honestly, it's actually the first time I ever go to an all-female networking group. So I do understand when I walked in the first time, I was like, oh, this is really different. And I have valued a lot more with time um, the, the female community, the female supportive system. It is completely different than other networking groups. So I felt like we can all really laugh together some of us even kind of teared. We are women and we can understand different phases of our lives and we were able to connect. I connected with lots of women. Oh, I'm so, I'm so thankful to hear, you know, that's the idea, you know, more than I really truly met my best friends in that room. You know, that's so nice. Yeah, it really is. It goes so far beyond just business the power when women get together is incredible. And that's why I love what you're doing here with, with the, this mission. I think it's, it's incredible. So thank you. Thank you. I'm on the same mission as you. Absolutely. And together and, and community and collaboration and really women telling each other, you know, also you can do this. I believe in you. Yes. Really, yeah. 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 Well, what is success to you? Hmm. That's a thinker. That's a good one. So success to me, it has always been about freedom. Freedom. I believe that's also a product of success. It's not success in and of itself. For me, it was always about being able to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, and with whom I want to do it, and where I want to do it. I wanted to be free. I never wanted the nine to five that sucked my soul dry. I'm not saying I haven't done 
work or had jobs when I needed to, or you know what I mean? Like, like I'm all for you got to do what you got to do until you don't have to do it anymore. I'm not above that. For me, the blessing is really in being able to create, right? Create what I want. I, I wanted to be my own boss because frankly, I don't like, I didn't like being bossed. <laughs> I didn't want someone bossing me around. And if I can do what I want to do and create, I'm not saying it's not work. I, I have a strong work ethic. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I get you. And you mentioned, you know, it's, it's successful relationships in the end because as a community, we can really help to uh, inspire each other to keep going and we can really share our honest stories that are happening. What kind of support system does Serena have with all of these projects you have and all these women that you have to handle? That, that must be very emotional. You know, sometimes it is. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and uh, you know, sometimes, you know, there's a lot of emotion involved, but it, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. Sometimes there's a lot of emotion involved, for sure. Uh, but I think as, as women, we have to embrace that, that side of ourselves, you know, sometimes. And some people are more emotional than others. And we tend to be, I think, more free with expressing those emotions. Oftentimes, I don't know if you've noticed that. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm lucky now to have built a beautiful team around We Too and people that are on board with me for that. That's fantastic. I also cannot, um, so I, I have to give them a huge shout out and thank you because really they are amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Other thing I cannot stress enough is I have a beautiful partner, Eric. We've been together now 20 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. We were, we were college sweethearts, let's say, and we've been together 20 years. And he is my better half in so many ways, really. I mean, he has strengths where I need help and vice versa. He can help me take my visions and bring it to life in terms of the behind the scenes. So, and friends, of course, friends are my support. Is Eric an entrepreneur as well? Yeah, absolutely. So he's, he's definitely an entrepreneur as well. So, and he's just a very capable person in everything, you know, <laughs> someone who's just capable. I can fix things. I can do things. I can build things. Never went to web school, but it's like, I know how to design. Yeah. I'm lucky there. And of course the friends that I've met through we too, when things are tough, when things are, you know, I have, I have a community of people also who, you know, what do you think? Not only as a member, but as a friend and, and certainly, you know, and mentors, I've, I've been lucky to have a, uh, support in all different forms. That's so, great. And it's yeah. so important. I find uh, a lot of uh, women entrepreneurs find themselves quite alone through the process, through discovering what it is that they're supposed to do. Um, I've realized, well, I, I need to refine who that support system is. I need to find people who are like-minded. I need to find people who have a similar path as yeah. mine so that we can actually communicate and not, you know, become enemies at the end of the conversation. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, you have them in all directions. So that is fantastic. You. You're very lucky. Thank you. And I, and you know what you, what we put out, right? The energy that we bring to, to the places, to the situation, I think is also what we, we get in return. Now, through this entire journey, and it's not done yet, can you explain to us how you deal with issues such as guilt, doubt, or fear? Yes, that's a really great question too. Okay, we all have those things. We're human. It's part of the uh, human experience, right? <laughs> so I think that the most important thing when dealing with 
guilt or doubt or fear is to get into a creative space. And as an artist, I'm sure you'll, you'll understand. And we are artists, all of us, I think in, I believe I should say, in, in different ways. And whether it's how we serve people through our business, whether it's what actually being creative and making art, because I also paint and, and draw, and that's the other side of me, right? You I'm the do. I love them. They're so pretty, your flowers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So, so I think getting out of your head and into a space of creation and action is really important. Very, very important. So that's the first thing, being in a creative space. Inspired, purposeful action and in service, when you're in service and you're like, okay, how can I serve today my community, my people? That will help you get at a space of doubt and fear. Because as soon as you do that, things start coming back in a different way. And we don't do it necessarily just for it to come back, but it just, it's, it's a natural way of being. So how can I serve? Asking myself that question. Next is being in nature. Very, very important, I find, to connect with nature and, um, on the regular. And I am so inspired by nature. I think that in, in the society with, you know, social media and smartphones where you're always kind of on and you're always connected to a screen and I can't speak for everybody. I know for myself, it's so important for me to reconnect with nature and to remember what this is really about. <laughs> What's really the important stuff, you know, it's not the small stuff. It's the, the greater purpose. And when you're quiet and you listen to yourself and you commune with nature, uh, magic happens. That's when the energy and the knowing comes, the confidence. And I think only when we sit in quiet and we do that and, and we are communing with nature, do we really get into that space of creativity. And then last but not least, there's always listening to positive stuff, right? So like what you're doing here, uh, you know, going into a community like we too, like the Academy, getting encouragement or reading positive books, listening to um, uh, podcasts or uh, watching YouTube videos. There's a few like YouTube channels that I find very inspiring. So here, just to recap what you said. So the first one is being in a creative space. The second one is find a way to serve your community. The third one is reconnecting with nature. And the fourth one is surround yourself with positive and encouraging surroundings and people. Yeah. I'm so happy you put it out that way. It makes sense to me. I hope it makes sense to others out there as well, because my experience is I had to find a way to get back into that creative space. And, um, when I moved to this location here, I moved here because it was close to nature. It's right on the water. But I was able to really find a way to be isolated, still by myself in my own little world, creating, 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 and feeding myself all this positive, uh, all these positive results of my creations. I almost didn't even think that I could create all of this magic until I was situated and I placed myself in those like four categories that you just mentioned. Wow. Fabulous. Oh, yes. I'm so glad to, yeah, yeah. We are bombarded every day with everybody else's things and mm -hmm. thoughts. You open your Facebook first thing in the morning and I don't open my Facebook first thing in the morning, but you know, I mean, 
I have my ritual, but like, this is the culture, you know, now is, it's just like everything is consuming. So it's about balancing that. I'm not saying don't, they're wonderful tools. All of these things are wonderful tools, but balancing the intake with the output. And so sometimes if you feel frustrated or whatever, it's like, okay, what's the output? What's the creation? Uh, whether that's with your hands, your mind, your words, whatever it is that you're going to create. So getting into a creative space. So that's awesome. Yeah. I always feel better when I'm, when I'm uh, in nature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I hate the winter and I don't do any sports in the winter. So that's why I said, if I just situate myself in the middle of nature, then I'll have nature around me no matter what. I'll have no choice. Mm -hmm. And I do. I get to see the water and the sunset every evening and it is awe-inspiring. I love it. Oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, some, and if we can't, it's, you know, sometimes it's how can we find a ways of bringing it inside? I love that, that you're like, oh, I brought, you know, plants inside and, you know, for people who, who love, and it's okay to love the city too. And, and the, you know, obviously we, I live in, in the suburbs and, but if there's, you know, we go to a park or just to, to be, um, to be with trees. <laughs> Literally. I know with yeah. the dirt and everything. Yes. <laughs> I have one last question for you. Do you own a queen's chair? Of course. Yes, I do. Tell me about her. <laughs> so, okay. so, so I'm not into like certain things, but I do love uh, furniture. I love collecting, you know, old vintage pieces. And ah, like, when I see oh it, I'm like, oh, oh, the one right behind me. <gasps> Ooh. That one actually, it, I don't know if you can see it there. Yes, I can. This has meaning because this was my grandmother's chair. <gasps> so it serves now as my desk chair uh, and she painted it. And so it has all the, the wear of, you know, the few paint chips coming off, whatever, but it means a lot to me. It's from her. And so I always have her with me and I feel like a queen. I sit at my desk in my, in my grandma's chair and uh, yeah. Oh, I am so happy to hear that because the queen's chair idea is it's really about, you know, finding a connection and, and a, uh, in a space that you feel safe and you found it through a piece that already exists and you've made her your own now. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm Thank so you. proud of you. Thank you, darling. I'm like, I can't wait to show Darlene my queen chair. It's like boop, boop. And it's really cute. I don't, you can't really see it, but and she, she covered it and it still has like the plastic, you know, like grandma furniture, it still has the plastic. On it. Yeah. That's actually um, how I try to encourage people to create their queen's chair. It's not by buying a new one. It's by using one that has already been in the family and now you've um, attained it and you want to personalize her yes. because you want to keep her, you know, for a longer time. And, and if you can see just right here on this back corner, the red yes. and blue chair, that yeah. chair has been in our family for three generations. It was my grandmother's and it was my mom's and now it's mine. And she has oh. been transformed in every, with every generation. Oh. And it's um, fun, you know, to be able to um, attach a story, attach a history to it because you don't want to completely let go of who you are, where you come from. Yeah. But if you can just personalize her just a little bit and you do appreciate her uh, for who she is, then that can easily become your queen's chair. I love it. Yes. Yay. That's brilliant. I love it. 
I love it. I love it. And it's so true. You, you feel um, there's something about furniture and, you know, your surroundings and surrounding yourself with beautiful things and feeling like a queen when you sit in your chair, you know, yeah, it's important. Yeah. Oh, yours is magnificent. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's absolutely magnificent. Thank you. Serena, do you have any questions for me? That's a good question too. No. Uh, but now that I, I just assumed, I, did, I don't know why, I just thought it was going one way, but I, I should ask a long time. I don't remember. <laughs> um, well, look, take your time to figure it out right now. <laughs> Thank you. Look, I'd love to know more about your mission and how community has helped you so far in achieving your mission and where you see it taking you. I had to build my community mm -hmm. from scratch. And I said, how am I going to do this? Um, I need a lot of help and I don't know who to ask. But then I said, I think I do know who to ask. And I contacted women around uh, our local area in Montreal who are helping other women, who are inspiring other women. This show that I'm putting together, Boudoir Therapy, consists of this community that I want to have by my side, that I want to receive the support and receive also the mentorship because these are women that I handpicked that I felt were much more experienced than me because I want to learn how they do it and why they do it. And as long as our path is going towards a very similar mission, then I feel we can really connect and we can help each other rise. And the same thing comes with the textiles that I use. It's all about learning how to feel and touch again. Uh, my signature scent, it's all about smelling and recognizing the importance of your olfactic sense, mm -hmm. bringing back memories. It's about using all the human five senses that we have in us and creating this atmosphere, this experience that I've presented through my brand and emphasizing the importance of just being human, just being you, just to be without any guilt, without anyone judging you, without anyone making you or anything making you feel like you do not belong. So there we go. Community with my surroundings, community with the women that inspire me, and I wish to be a little piece of them one day. Oh, and you are, and, and it goes both ways, you know? It goes both ways, and you are an inspiration to many, and a, a fabulous artist and community builder, and so I, I'm excited for all the wonderful things that are coming. Woo! <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It, yeah, will it already be. is awesome. Yeah. It will be. Thank you so much, Serena, for being here on the show and for supporting the mission that I'm going to go all the way with and uh, for, for being there for me. I fly over oceans in my sleep. If you enjoyed the voice of Boudoir Therapy, please leave your review on iTunes. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And every Tuesday is Social Tuesday. I'll be active on social media if you have any questions. And don't forget the full moon special. Listen in a little bit closer to my story. 
Want to personalize your boudoir therapy experience? Visit www.darlenewong.com under DW Boutique to purchase your copy of Boudoir Therapy, a self-deserving journal made by me just for you. And never, never stop living your inner art because you deserve it. Is the Women's Entrepreneurial Exchange the same thing as Business Betterment or We Too? No, We Too, yeah. So we, we, we abbreviate it as We Too. We, it's really We Squared, W-E-E. -E. Yeah, uh, but we call it We Too. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, let me start that again. Absolutely, no, no pressure. I got coffee. Let me have a little bit of something. Ching, ching. Oh, yeah, oh, vodka. You do? No, it's water. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>